Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mal. Welcome back, guys. How you doing? Oh, how was your St. Patrick's Day, Mal? I can't remember it, so it, was, it, w- it went well. It went well. <laughs> yes, it did. Wow. We hope everyone had a great week, a great St. Patrick's Day. Basketball is getting so good right now. This episode is going to be jam-packed with storylines. So, Mal, I think we just got to get into it, yeah? Let's do it. First order of business. Hey, this isn't Pacific Division talk, but we got to lead off with them. The Phoenix Suns, they stay shining. Phoenix has clinched home court advantage throughout the entirety of the playoffs after beating the Denver Nuggets 140 to 130. A couple other tidbits from that game. This marks the 60th win for the Phoenix Suns. First team to do so this season. Devin Booker dropping 49 points, 10 assists, 3 steals. Can't believe it, bro. Hey, and this is also coming off of the anniversary of his 70 point game against Boston. That was a game. So that was a game. He, he stays getting buckets, bro. He stays getting buckets. Uh, Monty Williams, he's looking like he's the front runner for the coach of the year. And guess what? Chris Paul, he came back after missing 15 games with a thumb injury. Oh, no big deal. Just 17 points, 13 assists, 4 rebounds. Solid. Malv. They real, huh? We've been overlooking them all season. <laughs> we putting some respect on them? For right now. I don't want to put too much, you know? Just like Milwaukee... Phoenix has kind of gone under the radar. They went to the finals last year. It didn't turn out the way they wanted to, but they're making all of the right strides, the right improvements. It doesn't matter who is in and out of the lineup. The next man is up. True. I'll and, give you that. I'll give you that for sure because that's one thing we, we've been talking about all season with so many different teams. And at the same time, th- that was one of the main issues we talked about when CP3 and Devin Booker were out during those same two weeks, you know, and they stayed afloat. Like, to be honest, we haven't really looked at them because this is what we expected from them all season. You know, last season was a straight up like, oh, man, these fools play. And this season was like, oh, yeah. Last season, it felt like it was kind of a, oh, you got the Lakers when they weren't 100%, right? Mm-hmm. And then that that's what they're using as fuel. You remember Devin Booker a couple weeks ago? He was saying, oh, yeah, if, Oh, if, yeah. If. And then AD is like, if I was, you know, if yeah. I was healthy, I would do it, which may be right. But still, that's not what happened, you know? Good on the Suns, good on the players. Uh, did you hear what Shaquille O'Neal said, though? No, what'd he say? What'd my boy say? Basically, if the Lakers get into the A-seed, they'll beat the Phoenix Suns. I'm hoping so. I'm, I'm hoping that's right. I'm hoping that's right. That's with Anthony Davis healthy, and, uh, you know, there's so many. Everybody guys. injured, everybody on the same page, yeah. you know? If, if, if. if, if yeah. No, but shout-out to the Suns. Like, they could do it again. They can make. They could possibly make it a second year. And especially for CP3 going out like that, like, look at it. Like, we thought it was dead for him during the Thunder, but then that was a pure resurgence. And then Phoenix was, like, finally getting that, like, topper that he'd been missing his whole career, you know? Like, not being able to make it to the finals. And then the second year, hopefully, it'd be nice. You know, I'm I'm going to be biased. I'm a Laker fan. It wouldn't be nice, but, like, if I wasn't a Laker fan and for them to go just as far, I would say that that'd be nice for his, like, ending of his career, you know? You're saying, Chris Paul, if he wins this season, he's going to call it a career? I would. You, we wouldn't. He still has a lot left in the tank. Don't lie. Don't I think, lie. I think another three seasons for Chris Paul. 
like at this level. No. And being a mentor. Two. Yeah. Two? Two at okay. a high peak level. Yeah. And uh, that's like no injuries at all during those seasons. But are you are you feeling that the Suns are probably the best team in the West? In the man? West, yes. in the West, yeah, I give it to them. They're they're they, it's not even that they they're catching momentum again. They they're keeping pace, and they they're only keeping pace with themselves. And look at how far ahead they are of the league as well. Well, Malv, if there's one thing we can be proud of, it's that they are a Pacific Division team. So yeah, good on them. Good on the Suns. Playoffs are right around the corner, so you know that's when it really matters. Right. Okay. Moving on to the next order of business, Trey Young. This dude stays terrorizing the New York Knicks, dude. <laughs> Ice Trey, right? Yeah. Trey the Terror. That's another nickname that I was I was like kind of coining right there. Uh, Trey Young. He drops forty five points in a one seventeen one eleven victory against the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden on March twenty second. Um, he's been chirping all week. You know, he was telling the uh, the courtside fans, "Hold that L." Uh, he had a nice little buzzer beater to end a quarter during that game, too. And it reminded me of John Morant, his buzzer beater, like full-court buzzer beater that he had as well. So, um, yeah, dude, I wanted to get your opinion on this, Malv. We're talking about the New York Knicks and players they really hate. Another player comes to mind, and that is Reggie Miller. So I wanted to compare Trey Young versus Reggie Miller. I'm going to go ahead and list some of their stats, and I want your opinion on who you think New York Knicks fans hate more. Are you ready? Let's do this. All right. Well, according to Stat Muse, Trey Young has averaged 28.7 points, 9.4 assists, and 3.2 rebounds in 13 games versus the Knicks in his career. Reggie Miller has averaged 18.4 points, 2.9 assists, and 2.8 rebounds in 67 games versus the Knicks in his career. As for the playoffs, Trey has played the Knicks in five games, and he's averaged 29.2 points, 9.8 assists, 2.8 rebounds, Reggie Miller, 23.1 points, 2.9 rebounds, and 2.3 assists in 35 games against the Knicks. What are you feeling? Stats don't help in this one. <laughs> right? It does it. It does it. No, you know? it's more of the emotion. Right? Yeah. Well, that, and it's just like we have one capped career, which is Reggie Miller's. And I'm just going to say it right now. I Trey Young is on pace, like a beating Reggie Miller's ghost in New York. Right now, the banner, like, or that all fucking Nick fans hate is definitely the choking. You know, that I think that, like, there's nothing yet that has beaten that. And I think Trey Young's going to probably be the closest. I think he likes it too, you know? Like, I think that's another thing that, like, he's comparing, like, I compare him with Reggie Miller. Like, it seems like Reggie Miller really wanted to try and win there. And, like, Trey Young, like you said, how he told them, like, I want you to hold this L, which I thought was dope too, you know? But he's just so fresh, you know? Like, we can't really give him that, but I could totally see he's on pace of being that for New York fans. I agree. And they need that too, you know, after their one good uh, season last year and uh, returning to form during the postseason. <laughs> you know, they deserve this. Don't forget Reggie Miller. He had the uh, eight points in nine seconds against the Knicks as well. So he definitely, I think Miller definitely has a bit more highlights, but Trey Young, especially now in this like social media era, um, it feels like he is on pace, like what you're saying. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And both teams have to get better, I think, to, like, make it. Like, remember, like, the old New York and Pacer days? Like, a lot of those games meant something. Yeah, it was, like, Ewan versus – it was Patrick Ewing yeah, versus Reggie Miller. Those meant something, so I think that's why we have to give it to Reggie Miller still. Did you see Spike Lee, though, during well, this game? No, no, no. He was just, just like uh, 
He was on his knees. No, Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting down. He was sitting down. But Trey Young, he like ankle broke Taj Gibson, super nasty. And then they, uh, he makes the bucket, and then they pan to Spike, Spike Lee, and Spike is just like, "Oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me!" Did he look like an old auntie still? <laughs> Those glasses. That, that. <laughs> it was the glasses. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love Spike. No hate, Spike. All right. Spike, do the right thing and hire us. <laughs> Let's go on to a little bit more New York news. We're talking about Brooklyn. Yeah. And it looks like New York City has finally lifted their COVID mandate, which is clearing Kyrie Irving to play on the home games. They need to check the mayor, Eric Adams. You know he's got money on these future games right here. Something, right? That's the only reason why Kyrie is playing right now. Kyrie Irving, he's back to being a full-time basketball player. What can we say, bro? We can't hate. No more stimulus checks for him, right? (laughs) Was he getting stimulus checks? Not when he was playing one game a week, but yeah. No, dude, this is good. Like, we were talking about it. This is the biggest advantage for the Nets right now. Like, they get fresh Kyrie, and we just saw him. Like, we see him currently just He just dropped Like, this is unfair. I know why all the hate's coming in, but, like, yes, he's being a little weenie for, like, not playing the whole time. But, hey, technically, he followed the rules, right? You, it, he stuck it, to his guns. He stuck to his guns. If you want to blame anyone, blame the New York mayor First, first and foremost, you know, I can't hate. But the only thing is, like, this shows you for real how much fresh legs are an advantage in the game. You just said it right now. He popped another 60. It's like, dude, at this point in the fucking season, you know? So look at him coming with fresh legs. And you know that's already going to inspire the rest of the players to be like, oh, yeah, we got this. You know, like, yeah, we're here sitting at 8, 9, 10, looking, looking out in, you know? But now I feel this is this is a momentum for them. They're like, yo, we got this. Very scary for the rest of the league, dude. Uh, Brooklyn currently eighth as of this recording, thirty eight and thirty five, six and four in their last ten. Uh, yeah, it looks like Kyrie, KD, they're finally going to be playing, you know, as much as they can together. Uh, ben Simmons, he's still a question mark. He's out indefinitely. We'll get more into that in the injured list, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be scary. Yeah, and there's no excuses anymore after this because he's going to be there for each game. Yeah, and this is a little bit of early playoff prediction preview. Uh, Nets are eight. Miami's one. That's going to be a really good first-round matchup right there, dude. Too good. Wow. I love that. At Heat Culture, you saw them get into a fight too? Oh, yeah. The, yeah? With, uh, well, I, I had it in my notes as first because we're not, not going to go into depth, but it was like Spolstra. Versus Butler versus Haslam, you know, <laughs> three team <laughs> tag just, team, right? Yeah, yeah. And just like Kyle Lowry and the like, I was like, "What's happening, guys? Like, let's stop fighting. Can did, we all just be friends?" Did, you, did you see Spolstra's <laughs> comments after? No, what he said. They were like, "What was going on during that that timeout, that intense altercation?" And then he was just like, "Yeah, man, we were just trying to figure out where to eat dinner." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, only Spolstra could do that." And he had a gold chain on too. No, like that Miami pimping. swag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, he's from the Philippines, right? Filipino nation. Yeah, right? He's their king after Manny Pacquiao. Shit. Uh, right yeah. after Manny Pacquiao, there's Eric Spolstra. <laughs> He's, right at- He's right there, dude. He's there. right there. Winners. Shout out to our Filipino fans. We see the analytics. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Moving on to the next order of business. Hey, we got some fines this past week, dude. We got some altercations in and out of the court. Just a couple of fines that happened this past week, dude. Yusuf Nurkic, he was fined for throwing that cell phone of a fan. Did you see that? No, but I would do it too. Uh, the fan was making fun of his mom and his grandma, and his grandma just died of COVID. Fuck, see, there you go. Uh, <clears throat> Draymond, he was fined for hostile remarks toward an official. 
Kevin Durant, also chirping at some of the fans. He got fined for that. Patrick Beverly, fined for fighting. George Hill, fined for fighting. Serge Ibaka, fined for fighting. Well, that's the one I saw because there was fighting. Yeah. Or not really, but it was just a lot more fun, you yeah, know? Yeah. Every time Patrick Beverly is involved. <laughs> Julius Randle, he got fined as well. For not playing well in uh, New York or what? Dang, the rascal. What's going the on rascal. there, dude? The little rascal right now, huh? Shit. Side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. Julius Randle has been fined $155,000 this season alone. But do you know who has been fined the most this season, Malv? This season? Yes. This is easy, bro. Come on. Why are you doing this like this? Go. It's your best, your best player on your fantasy right now. Who? Ben Simmons. Ah. <laughs> Simmons. Correct, Malv. But he's not on my fantasy team. I didn't pick him up. Ben Simmons has been fined $19 million. Damn, I didn't even know it was that high. This season. He deserves it. He deserves every penny. He earned it. He earned it. Oh, shit. I just see uh, Daryl Morey. Yes. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Mr. Burns, right? Oh, shit. So, yeah, we'll see when, uh, when he hits the court as well. Okay. Moving on to the next order of business. Jamal Crawford. He is retired from the game of basketball. He is done professionally. Jay Crossover, yo, this dude was a three-time six-man of the year. He had some really good seasons with the Knicks, with the Clippers. That's the where Clippers, I re- come on. Yeah, that's the, that was I remember great. him yeah. the most from the Clippers. Clippers, and I remember, I want to say the Hawks as well. He was on the Hawks, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember time from the Hawks. Hawks and the Clippers, we know from here, because we're from L.A., we're L.A.-based, like always. Him, Blake Griffin, and the whole Lob City crew. He was a really sick player. Um, some of my favorite memories are from his days as a Clipper. One of them that comes to mind, I'm thinking of the Christmas Day matchup between the Clippers and the Nuggets and Billy Crystal. He ends up getting on the broadcast, and Jamal Crawford, like, he's he's doing something, and Billy Crystal is he's trying to commentate, and he goes, whoop, 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 and that's all he can do, and then Jamal Crawford makes the bucket. Uh, so that's one of the highlights that comes to mind, and another one is they're playing the Bucks. Jamal Crawford and Blake Griffin are on the fast break, and it's like a Harlem Globetrotters-esque, like, lob but jamal crawford goes through his legs and he throws it up and then blake griffin slams it it was sick that's when he had like the best athleticism fucking yeah. blake griffin yeah what about you the most things i remember from jamal crawford was when he did an in-game pass to himself off the backboard and slammed it after and i know the first time i remember he was on the knicks and i want to say it was against either the orlando magic or the grizzlies at the time and then the other time I remember is when he did it against the Supersonics. But then I forget which team he was on when he did it against the Supersonics. But like you said, man, just legendary fucking handles. That's what I would say the most. I mean, you were talking a little bit. Jay Crossover, have, dude. Where I'm does this crossover rank? Well, that's all. Oh, I don't even. Uh, it has to be top 10 because I was telling you, that's how I remember him. Like he would always remind me of the and one like signal, just like logo, you know, just like. That was his move. Yeah, Jamal Crawford, he walks away after a 20-year career. Interesting fact right here. He has never been an all-star despite the 20 years in the game, but he has a bunch of 50-point games, and his actual last game was as a Phoenix Sun, April 2019, and he dropped 51 points. So this dude could get buckets. Um, I would probably have to say Allen Iverson, Jamal Crawford, Mm, and Kyrie Kyrie, Irving. I'm not sure what order that is, um, but yeah, those are probably three of the best handles. I will put Kyrie before Jamal, actually. Wow. I, I think his handles are, like, his skillage on the handles is way more. I think for me, Kyrie has a, a certain number of games played <laughs> before he qualifies, <laughs> right? 
No, they're they're all good. They're all he good. He followed though. the rules. <laughs> hey, shout out shout out to the 2013-14 Clippers squad though, because that is one of my favorite teams to play on 2K. And I'm a little disappointed this season in the 2K22 version because he's not on that roster. It's Reggie Bullock, and it's like my, my bench. What what am I supposed to do there? I mean, Reggie Bullock is a solid player, but he's no Jamal Crawford. So you got to fix that 2K. Fix it, Ronnie. Yeah, I was gonna say, tell Ronnie that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Congrats, Jamal. Congrats. All right, Mal, switching to more serious news. We mentioned Brittany Griner a couple episodes ago. We have an update. This is according to CNN.com. Hey, hey, hey. My president said that they're full of fake news. Oh, <laughs> did he now? <laughs> well, I'm just reading the highlights here. Uh, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow finds Brittany Griner in, quote, good condition after getting consular access. So uh, it looks like they have extended the arrest of Griner until May 19th. We'll find out what happens after that, but at least she got contact with you know some U.S. officials. At least um, they know she's good, you know that she's still yeah. alive and right in she, good condition. Yes, yes. Stay crazy. safe, Brittany. Yeah, stay stay safe. safe. It's crazy. All right, let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Mal, this is going to be a little bit personal for me this episode. I'm just going to list some of the players that had injuries this past week. Okay, John Morant. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Trey Young, Kyle Kuzma. They all missed games. They all contributed to me being eliminated from my fantasy team. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out at the worst possible time. You know, these... Ah, oh, man. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was up, too. I, and, like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to advance to the next round. And then it just gets out. Trey Young, Your dream's out. dead. Quad injury. Yeah. My dream is dead. dead. Yes. I was I was hoping for the same thing that the Lakers were hoping for. I had started the season off hot. Injuries derailed me, so I was climbing my way back up into that. So I was in the playing You're tournament. Your high ranks up right and, now. And I was like, "Hey, once I'm in there, I can do damage." But no, the injuries still were there. It sucked. I'm upset, but we move on. <laughs> All right, John Morant currently out two weeks with a sore right knee. Shea Gilgis Alexander he is in and out of the lineup, but his ankle was messing up a little bit. Uh, Trey Young had a quad injury. Kyle Kuzma has a knee injury. He actually moved to the injured reserve on the fantasy team. You have no idea how upset I was Saturday night going into Sunday. We just got to change this to like uh, Mowgli's fantasy injury list. I don't even know. That's that's basically what that was, that first half (laughs) of it. Uh, But those were some of the injuries. We have a couple of more serious ones as well. Uh, Steph Curry, we have an update. It looks like he's expected to be out at least two weeks. Uh, Chris Paul, we mentioned he came back from an injury as well. Uh, so good on him. You know, he didn't miss a step. Lonzo Ball, it looks like his injury rehab progress hasn't progressed the way it should. Damn, it's they not, need him in Chicago. Yeah, it's not looking not looking good for him. Uh, Damian Lillard, he's out for the remainder of the season. Zion Williamson, he's out for the remainder of the season. Surprise, surprise? No. No? Better not be on IG dunking anymore. Oh, right? What but- did you think of that? What did you think of Zion's dunk and then you're out for the season? Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. He's <laughs> bad over there. He just wants to leave with, damn, this is like the worst way. Like, first of all, I would say you would be able to do this, like a James Harden S, but like when you put time and effort already in. Not at the beginning, you know? And finally, Ben Simmons. He is out indefinitely due to setbacks in his rehab. It looks like he has a herniated disc in his back. He's experiencing extreme pain. 
he recently had like an epidural, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll to release s- the pain. We'll see how he manages that. How he get pain though? He's been on the bench the whole season. That's why. That's why <laughs> the posture. Oh, <laughs> you should have better posture. Just staying in the same position. Looks like Daryl Morey won this trade, right? All right. And that's gonna do it for the injured list this week. A little bit of a mini rant there. I couldn't control that, mouth. I couldn't control those injuries. My my team was was. This wasn't your season, but bro. I'm still fucking furious. <laughs> I'm still furious. You got to go in one of those uh, playoff fantasy games now. Yeah, the one-off one yeah. right? or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's the injured list for today. Let's get to the Pacific Division talk. We mentioned the Suns earlier. We started the show off with them. 60th win, home court advantage throughout, but they also had a very, very impressive hard-fought victory against the Timberwolves earlier in the week. And Carl Anthony Towns and Jay Crowder were getting into it. Hi, Jay. <laughs> You knew that was coming. I knew it. I knew it was coming. The Suns were trailing at that time uh, when that scuffle happened. Carl Anthony Towns dunked nasty on Jay, and Jay Crowder was just trying to retaliate. Uh, but Phoenix comes back. They rally back 125 to 116. Devin Booker with an emphatic slam to end the game. Not bad. Yeah, dude. Good on the Suns. They stay shining. Yes. <laughs> All right. Going on to the next team that we want to talk about, the Golden State Warriors. Yo, they got destroyed by the Orlando Magic. The magic. Yes. The magic. Draymond Green called his team soft. <laughs> but then after that, with no Steph Curry, no Klay Thompson, and no Draymond, they beat the Heat in Miami. Jordan Poole balled in that game. Also, some more Warriors news. It looks like the Golden State Warriors and the Washington Wizards are expected to play two games in the preseason in Japan. Damn. That's pretty sweet, dude. Yeah. I would love to visit Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to go Mario Karting so bad over there. Yeah, that really does look yeah, sick. Yeah, that shit looks dope. Uh, it looks like the games are going to be taking place Friday, September 30th, and Sunday, October 2nd. If we're in Japan, if anyone's in Japan, right. catch the Warriors, catch the Wizards. Mainly the Warriors. Kyle Kuzma <laughs> versus... Uh, <laughs> the Warriors the Warriors? <laughs> yeah, right. Kyle Kuzma versus the Warriors, right? <laughs> hey, stop it. They got KP, all right? Yeah, he helped on, them win, all right? Good on, good on Porzingis. I like Porzingis. Also, Mal, the Wizards... <laughs> They're another team that I can put in work with in 2K. Stop lying. I, it's that Porzingis-Kuzma connection. No. We had KCP there. Uh, Bradley Beal, he would have been a nice little extra shot, but he's out for the season, and they removed him from the roster. Yeah. But, yeah, we stay balling here, bro. <laughs> I say I'm virtually unbeatable. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <so> virtually. <laughs> I got you, fool. I you got, got you. Me. You got me. Okay, moving on to the next team, the Sacramento Kings. Hey, they did something really cool this week. They had a game-winning buzzer-beater tip-in. What? Against the Indiana Pacers. Okay, that sounds more like it. Yeah, dude, so not bad on them. Against the bonuses X team? <laughs> exactly. 110 to 109. And they also had a really good battle against the Phoenix Suns. They lost that game. Of course. 124 to 127. <laughs> In OT. Damn, that close and OT? It's those it's those division rivals, dude. It's the division rivals. And the final team that we want to talk about in the Pacific Division talk, the Los Angeles Clippers. What do you got on them? Uh, <laughs> Jamal Crawford uh, retired. <laughs> okay. There it is. What do you got on them? You got anything good? Any highlight games for them? Their next opponent is the Philadelphia 76ers. On a four-game losing streak. It's good for us as Laker fans. <laughs> Three and seven in the last ten. We'll see what happens. And let's move on to the Lakers. There we go. The 10th seed Lakers. <laughs> Damn it. Don't say it like that. <laughs> they have the same record as the Pelicans, 
as of this recording, they're both 31 and 42. But yes, technically the Lakers are the 10th seed. Um, but this wasn't that bad of a week for me as a Laker fan. There was a lot to be optimistic. There was a lot to be hopeful for. We had a lot of stuff that felt like it was turning points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's talk about their game versus the Toronto Raptors first. The turning point. Yes. <laughs> right? that, was, that was Russell Westbrook's game. Who's no? It was him or LeBron. They was, both showed it, up. Okay, it was Russell Westbrook because it was a triple double. It was a steal. It was a three to send it to overtime, and it just felt like his presence, like, like he was there, focused, lasered in throughout that game. This is the Westbrook they've been wanting. They yes. thought that they were going to get because I was like with you, like they felt like they were like on fire together. Like everybody was hitting the same like wavelength, you know. Because even LeBron was on a nasty turn, too, like hitting threes, banking threes in, like just what the fuck, you know, just like boom. But like you said, Russell Westbrook, I think he needed this game, though. Yes, you could see it in the other games that they played. Also, Drake was there, too. You saw him? Yeah, I saw him with a shitty haircut. (laughs) And their next game, it was a back-to-back against the Washington Wizards. They did lose that game. Thought we were going to have that one. Yes, but LeBron James, he did pass Carl Malone. The king has passed Carl. He's now second all-time in NBA scoring. Hey, guess what? Four of the top five scorers in NBA history were at some point a Los Angeles Laker. True. Malv, can you name the top four Lakers? Yes, I can. All right, there's Malone. Uh, and Malone. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, Kareem, obviously. We're talking about LeBron. And I know this one for sure. It's got to be Kobe. There it is, bro. There it you is. got it. There it is, That's bro. why. And then the fifth one is Michael Jordan. So, yeah, dude, four of the top five were at some point a Los Angeles Laker. I honestly thought that they were going to rest him because it was a back-to-back, and he has been resting recently. And the next game was against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I thought it was going to be like, whoa. Like, it was already predestined that he was going to be passing mm, Carl at Malone game. at the Cleveland Cavaliers game. His, like, hometown team uh, was not the case. But he still balled. Got the win. The Lakers all around did really good that game. LeBron James, he is 17-1 and against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fuck, that's his team. He, <laughs> on both ends. Yes, right? You know, on both ends. Right. Uh, <laughs> ball movement was excellent. 34 assists and a dunk of the year candidate over Kevin Love. Would you agree? Yeah, I'll give you that. That was nasty. No, this was a really good game. I was, I'm, I'm with you on that. Darius Garland, 29 points, 17 assists in that game. Dude. I think it's for real. Right. I think it's used for real. I was like, yo, he shouldn't have been an all-star because Jared Allen, I felt like he deserved it more, but very impressive, very impressive. And don't forget, DJ Augustine, he went perfect from the floor that game. 20 points, 7 of 7, 6 of 6 from 3. Everything else was zero. <laughs> like, he had no, no rebounds, no assists, zero. Hey, what else. Else? You want me to do yeah. everything? <laughs> right? Flawless victory, though, right? Mortal Kombat. Uh, as for the 76ers game, uh, once LeBron... It was announced that he was going to be out. Uh, I thought they were going to lose. And it also brings another losing record there, too. Cooper Cup, the Super Bowl MVP, he was in attendance. So it was like uh, each time a Rams player shows up, they win the game. That wasn't the case this time. So, yeah, the Lakers do lose that game against the Sixers, 126-121. to Uh, Dwight Howard, he put in work, 24 points, 8 rebounds. Russell Westbrook, 24, 9, and 8. Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony, so it looking, you know, it, I, I, it was a loss, but I still, well, we lost game two, but we going to win game two. Well, I was going to say, cause like you've been uh, trying to champion Dwight Howard these last couple of weeks and I saw him play 
And like he was he obviously he's a little bit slower and older, but man, there was like maybe one or two pick and rolls that like he was a part of that like got dismantled by the defense. I was like, damn, old Dwight would have fucking grabbed that shit and dunked it real quick, you know? Mm-hmm. But again, I like I like Dwight Howard, like like you said, like putting him for a, like a couple minutes, not even a couple with certain players. Like I would say you need him, but like at least they're trying to put him in and put in some work against the center. You know, he's not going to be in ta- attacking Joel Embiid. You know, like the, those days I feel are a little bit far gone. But the least he could do is defend a little bit more, stay on his body, and I think that's what they were trying to do with him. Embiid finished that game with thirty ten and three. But, you know, he's in his prime. Dwight isn't. Mm-hmm. He did a decent job. Yeah. That's what you expect from someone that, that long in the, in the league. Okay, okay. A couple more things. Hey, Darren Collison. Remember him? He signed with the South Bay Lakers. That's the G League squad. Uh, he's hoping to get a final audition tryout for the rest of this season and maybe a playoff push. We'll see what happens there, dude. And the Kobe Bryant estate and Nike have reached an agreement to continue their partnership together. It looks like we're going to get some more of those uh, those Mamba shoes, that Mamba gear. Malv, what are you thinking? I'm still waiting for them to make a deal with Adidas. Oh, Adidas? I'm trying to get the crazy twos again. Remember the silver ones? The silver ones, bro. The one inspired by Audi. That's like, come on. I know there's listeners right now. Hey, I think You the- guys wanted it too. Everybody, these fools, be, all my friends those be giving be me crap. so trendy right They've now. They've been giving me crap so much my whole life about wanting those, like, those shits are hard, and that's why I shoot myself twice for, like, moving over these shoes when I could have had them. You fucked up, Mal. Twice, You bro. goofed, Mal. One time in L.A., they were at a fucking shoe store. They had my... I even asked, like, yo, you wouldn't have a size 10 and a half. Like, I, you know, I don't really see these out here. Like, yeah, dude, we actually do. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, I was like, how much is it? And then, like, back then it was like... This was like eight years ago, maybe. It was like 400, 500 bucks they are asking. But, you know, me being cheap then, I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then RIP, right before Kobe's death, I was, like, on fucking, like, Go and Stock X around the same price. And I was like, nah, nah, I'll get a chance to get them later. Like, I'm going to make that childhood dream happen. Now they're over, like, $3,000 if they're even my size, bro. Like, come on. But, like, this is good on Nike because we've all been hearing about the Kobe shortages, all the NBA players have been, like, bitching about the fucking Kobe shortages because they all play in them. So, like, this was something all fans, NBA and Kobe fans, all wanted. Like, we couldn't not not see this happen, you know? Like, I think Vanessa, like, loves her husband and daughter's memory so much that, like, I, I was reading a little bit into this deal. A lot of it has to put the money back into the cha- their charity work, you the know? The Mamacita Foundation, Yeah, right? you know? So, like... I thought that was nice, too. Yeah, like, a lot of people were speculating, like, she just wants more money from Nike and all this. But, like, no, I felt like with her, like, interviews beforehand, how she said that whenever Kobe talked about the brand, that he wanted it to be everywhere, you know? He wanted everybody to have Kobe's. He didn't want just a select few to have, you know? Essentially, he wanted to be the next Jordan brand. And I think, like, this deal is giving life to that again. Because, like, we're not going to lie, a lot of the Mamba shoes were sick. I think, like, the one through the fives, I would fucking sport all the time. You Remember know? the commercial, sick. though, with Robert Rodriguez, the, the oh. black Mamba one? That one was sick, too. They were awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we're going to get all these re-releases. Um, reading it here, it says that according to Nike, the first release from the Renew Partnership could arrive as soon as May 1st. 
That's in two months, bro. And uh, it's going to be on release to like Gianna's birthday. It's her 16th birthday. So I think that's dope too. And they're going to release her, her colorway. Yeah, the Mambasita one. They're yeah, gonna do the, the black shoe. and white. Like they look sick, you know, and like, yeah, you know, just to honor his memory. And then again, not to have these fucking resellers like price gouge the shit out of these shoes, you know, because no offense. Like I said, right before Kobe's death, when I was look, I was looking at like the Grinch Kobe's and stuff. Yes, those are like grails, but like those didn't seem too, too expensive, you know? But, like, right after his death, it was just like, damn, like, yeah, I can't afford those now, you know? So this is nice to see because, like, we always hear, like, from NBA players like Shaq, Starberry, like, KD for a bit, too, of how, like, they want their shoes to be affordable, you know? But it's just so hard in this fucking consumer world to have someone, like, with such a big name have, like, low price items. But this is a plus. They're trying. Trying. This is a plus, and I can't wait to see a lot of the new gear getting out. What a great way to end Lakers talk right there, right? Yeah. Nice. Finally, happy no. Yes, right. I, happy no, guys. <laughs> Come on. We, we're closer to the end of the season. Playing uh, for us Laker fans is going to be coming up soon. So Yes, it's going to be tense mm-hmm. these next couple of weeks, but at least this is, this is a nice little thing that we can be happy about. I know we're running long, but we got a couple more things before we head out. The NBA standings. Mal, if you want to do the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference first. I've been feeling positive. Let's do East first. The East. For the East, Miami is number one. Milwaukee's number two. Philly, three. Boston, four. Dude, we didn't even talk about Boston what? this episode. Oh, fuck. With the Nine and one in their last ten games on a five-game win streak as of this recording. Yeah, Tatum is balling, yeah. bro. What I say, they're on my dark horse. I said this is the beginning. Oh, it's the luck of the little Celtic. Huh? Oh, I've always been there. Little Isaiah. That's the name. Hey, shout out to Isaiah <laughs> Thomas, Char- too. Yeah. yeah, signed for the remainder of the season with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, yeah, dude, we have so, it's so much. much. It's yeah. just so much news everywhere. Everywhere. It's so hard to focus. Chicago 5, Cleveland 6, Toronto 7, Brooklyn 8, and there you go, Charlotte 9. As for the West... Phoenix, number one, 60 wins. First team to do that this season. The Grizzlies are number two. They have also clinched a playoff position. 51 wins for them. Golden State, Utah, Dallas, Denver, Minnesota, the Clippers. That's your top eight. And nine and ten, the Pelicans and the Lakers. Well, that was the standings, Malv. We got games to watch. What are you watching this week? You already know, bro. After those standings, that the one game I'm going to for sure watch is this Sunday, March 27th, Lakers versus Pelicans. It's not one game I ever wanted to mark on my calendar, but it's one I need to now because we definitely, definitely need to win this. There's no way LeBron and company can let this go. Not only that, they play them again April 1st, so they're going to Double wins. Yes, yes. Double wins you need. And, Malv, we're talking about playoff previews. March 26th, Brooklyn Nets versus the Miami Heat. Potential first-round matchup right there, dude. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. Man, that was a long episode. But we got it done, and that's going to conclude today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Malv, final thoughts. Let's keep Brittany Griner in better condition. 